let's work together in a responsible, sensible way that we can lift the debt ceiling and find a way that we can curve this increasing debt that is affecting every American family with inflation. And now three banks of our four largest banks have closed. Under no circumstances should the United States default on our debt. America must always pay our bills. A default would be catastrophic for everyday Americans, for small businesses, for people all across the land. Well, then don't default. Work out a deal and get it done. But don't make us freak out. We're not interested. I also must say that there are arguments being made about why we have to increase spending that I don't buy into. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. I believe that the argument is one made in earnest. I just think it is a mistake of an argument. Let me give you one. It was you heard it earlier when I was discussing uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, Cringe Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, because everything she says makes you cringe and how the Republicans want cuts. No one's discussing cuts. You're talking about spending money you haven't spent yet. Not wanting to spend that money isn't a cut. That's political jargon, not real life. Ryan on Twitter comes to me and says uh, the, 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 the following. Going back to fiscal year 2022 spending levels. Remember, the government calendar is October to September. So we're in fiscal year 23 started for them in October. Uh, He says, going back to fiscal year 22 spending levels ignores the raises in labor costs, benefits, as well as material normal operating costs that are already in effect. While spending cuts are needed as part of the debt ceiling renewal, going to fiscal year 22 levels now will mean less services to vets. No, let me look at it in a much, much different way. Unlimited spending destroys us. Let's start with the basic. It has been and will continue to do so. The argument being made by Ryan is that not spending more equals cuts. That argument is not factual. And if you say to me that in a world of inflation increasing, that your dollar is worth less, that you might end up with actually less services, can't afford as many services. That's one of the reasons to bring down inflation. One of the ways to bring down inflation is you reduce the cash that's in the system. Inflation is too much cash and not enough stuff. The argument being made is everything costs more, so we have to put more cash into the system to afford the more, which will only cause prices to increase, the costs to increase. Further... Why would we treat the federal government not like our own household? We have to tighten the belt. The argument is not that veterans will get less services. Although if you listen to McCarthy, he will tell you that the legislation passed by the Republicans to raise the debt limit also increases money for veterans because there are cuts in other places. Yes, cuts in other places like you would do with your own budget. The argument is is false. Ryan responds to me as someone who gets their health care at the VA. 
What will offset the higher costs for labor benefits and higher material costs? Level of services to vets? This discussion should have went down before October 1st, before additional costs went into effect. Well, we can make that argument. We can have a beer and agree that things should have happened here, there, and everywhere. But this idea that let's find the group, exploit it as a passion play, and therefore spend more is saying to all the other people out there who are affected by the spending, screw you. That's ugly. I mean, this isn't even a matter of politics. This is a matter of of everybody has the thing that matters most to them. And if you're not doing the thing that matters most to them at the time, therefore you're terrible, you're awful, you're despicable, you're bigoted, you're this, you're that, you're the other. So we're utilizing now as the pain point, veterans. I like veterans. I'm pro-veterans. I am not pro this level of spending. And saying we're going to stay at fiscal year 22 spending levels does not equate to a cut. That's just standard operating procedure. It doesn't equate to a cut. There is no way to make that connection. But if you tell me we need more money for veterans, it has to come from somewhere. It cannot just keep coming from unborn great-grandchildren. The money has to come from somewhere, which means somebody has to. To suffer, someone has to give. To quote Harvey Keitel, someone has to go to jail. So who's it going to be? It's not veterans? Okay. Who is it going to be? Because it has to be someone. It has to be some group. It has to be some program. It has to be some organization. And the answer always given is the American people can pay more. And as the inflation goes up because the spending goes up, the people who pay more are the poor. You want to tax meat so people eat less meat so it's healthier for them. It's a tax on the poor. The rich people can afford the meat. We're going to add taxes to cigarettes because we're going to utilize that as a disincentive and change people change people's behavior. So poor people don't buy cigarettes, but the rich people can still buy cigarettes. It's a tax on the poor again and again and again. And honestly, if I was going to play it politically, I don't know why you hate poor people so much. Someone has to go to jail. Someone's going to have less. But the other side of it is you actually get to keep the country because you get the spending under control and maybe you pay down some debt and then we can all breathe a little easier. Hard choices need to be made. You want it made by you or your great-grandkids? I choose me. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning.